0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Find your new ride at Kia Macomb's all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why Macomb loves Kia Macomb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our
1: Roman man river, lavish lakes and streams. Pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree.
0: It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome to Super Talk Outdoors from the Foundation Studio right here on Biloxi's Back Bay, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime, the world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. I want to I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network or on Super Talk TV at C Spire TV. But some of you watch the show on YouTube or Facebook or on your favorite podcast. With that said, it's December the 4th, 2023. I especially want to thank the title sponsor of Super Talk Outdoors, the foundation. Uh, of course, the formal name is the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. They're the only foundation that directly supports the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And uh, we are very, very happy to have them. And m- more recently, they also added the Mississippi Department of Marine Resources here on the coast. So they're they're hitting on a lot of cylinders, a great group of volunteer leaders, and uh, they are very, very focused on making sure that we protect our wildlife legacy here in Mississippi. By the way, the views on this show are mine, not those of the foundation. When it comes to the outdoors and outdoors issues, you can count on me to say what needs to be said. Hey, listen, we're going to talk about ducks and sporting cl- play, but mostly about ducks today. I actually looked over and saw my Ducks Unlimited hat that I've got sitting here next to me. Uh, they're doing great work uh, to to help protect the, 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 the duck hunting and all across the Mississippi Flyway. But I am thrilled to uh, introduce uh, my new friend, someone I had the opportunity to visit with a little bit before we started the show. But uh, Bo Prestage, you're gonna get to know more about him here in just a second. He's very committed to giving back to uh, the community He's a, he's a farmer. He's a longtime duck hunter. Great. He's got so many stories to tell. He's been featured on TNN Outdoors, Remington Outdoors, Primos, ESPN, Mississippi, uh, excuse me, Mossy Oaks, Hunting the Country. You know the story, uh, but I'm looking forward to telling his story. How you doing, Bo?
3: I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great, too, my friend. Where, where are you sitting right now? I'm just sitting here in my house in the living room trying to be comfortable.
2: <laughs> good, good for you. And that's Schlater? Are you in Schlater?
3: Well, actually, I live out in the country on the farm. I farm a little over 5,000 acres, and uh, I live uh, out in the country between Slater and Itabena. And it's yeah. actually pronounced slaughter, but it's spelled yeah. Slater, so it confuses yeah. people.
2: Every t- you know, As you know, you and I chat a little bit about the uh, Dunn family, and they're all really close friends. I at least a bunch of land from them, but every time I say Schlater... They say slaughter. They can't oh, for, yeah. for whatever reason I can't get that in my head. But eventually I get it. I'll get it. I'll get it tuned in. But man, you came here in nineteen eighty-one. Uh, and boy, a lot's happened since you since you landed in the Mississippi Delta, hasn't it?
3: Oh yeah. Yeah, I've really been blessed by God. A lot of things have happened. Uh, you know, we came here, small farmers, farming my granddad's land. He came here in the early 1970s, full blood Sicilian. Uh, named Raphael Limbo. I'm named after him. My name's Ralph Limbo Prestige. And uh, I'm actually farming land that he farmed in more. And uh, just really blessed to even be here.
2: Yeah, that's is, that is that's really cool. You came over from Arkansas. Is that where you
3: grew up? We came up in northeast Arkansas. My dad was from there. Uh, he went to school at uh, I guess, I don't know if it was back then it would have been Mississippi A&M or Mississippi College. I don't know. And my mother went to MSCW, both of them went to those two colleges. And they met, and that's how that transpired. And she uh, moved to Arkansas, but she was originally from edabena And when I was young, I moved here in, uh, the, I think, the fall of 1980 and started farming in 1981. And uh, my wife and I and Janet, and we've just been going ever since.
2: Wow, that's that's cool. What what's cool about your story is that you developed early on a major commercial duck operation. You don't have it anymore. You 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 take a different approach to duck hunting these days, and we'll get to that here in just a second. But you got
3: into that uh, arena big time, didn't you? Big big time. You know, and it all happened just by accident. We were trying to look for a way to diversify. Um, diversify our income in the fall and use the land that we were farming, you know, maybe take it to another level. And I thought, uh, I had a friend named Billy Bryant. We were going to just take a couple of groups a piece in 1994, uh, did a couple of shows uh, to promote my business, Wildlife Incorporated. And what I didn't realize was how fast word-of-mouth travels. So we had some customers named the Wilsons from Montgomery, Alabama, came over, had an unbelievable hunt. And before the season was even over, we were taking people every day. And uh, they were just uh, staying in lodges and man, the word got out and I was just getting bombed by people. And uh, we hit it perfect. We hit it perfect back then. We had a lot of ducks. Uh, The farming was different. The ecosystem was different and it was just amazing. At, at where it went to on its own, it was just like a driven force. We all we did was we just uh, kept staying with it as it was growing.
2: So you were doing uh, flooded uh, uh, timber and rice fields and bean fields and breaks. You were kind of doing it all,
3: huh? Oh yeah, we were doing it all, and and we uh we thought well we'll just take these two groups and that'll be fine. Well, it just exploded, and the next thing I knew, uh, maybe in '94, Will Primos was trying to start. A new video called Whistling Wings, and uh, he thought he heard about us. I had met Will before at some different events and things like that, and he was a friend of mine. But he called me up, and says, "Look, uh, can we come up there and film?" I said, "Oh, yes, sir, great." He said, "Look, we're looking for a place to take like um, Mississippi Outdoors, like they brought Sam Polis, Jim Walker, uh, James Cummins uh, with Wildlife, uh, Mississippian." They brought them over, and that's the first time I'd met them. And we went to a field. They actually had four hunters, four shooters, killed the limit in about 30 minutes, all mallards. It was just unbelievable. And we were sitting there with extra people, and all of them, Will goes, You know, like, can we do another show? I, I said, Well, yeah. He said, Let's turn this thing just a little bit. We changed angles, did another show, sent four other people out there that they had, changed some cameramen around, and it just went ballistic. And, um, what really kicked it off, Will called me up. He said, Bo, I've got the most unbelievable show you wouldn't believe. And I said, yes, sir. He said, it needs to go on TV. Well, at the same time, Mossy was starting their TV show, TNN, on the country. He says, well, can you sign off and let me have this? Because he was uh, big with Mossy And I said, sure. And he he sent it over. They put it on TV, and from there was history. It just exploded. It's it's a great
2: story, actually, um, of how Cuz Strickland and Will got to know each other. You know, of course, Cuz goes on the Mossy Oaks way. Will develops his you know own co- company along the way. It's a, it's amazing when you consider that these two companies, Primos and and Oak, or Mississippi companies, often refer to them as ambassadors to the rest of the world because Lord, how mercy, they've been incredible ambassadors. But see, what was interesting about when you were doing this in the mid 1990s, I'm a foreign media executive incidentally, so I know the uh, evolution quite well. Um, What was happening is that cable news was really, excuse me, cable TV was really beginning to explode in a big way. And when you think about what what uh, hunting the country was doing on on TNN, and then what evolved with Pr- Primos Outdoors along the way, um, to have been in, on either one of those shows, and then the others that that, he, that emerged around it,
3: you were touching a lot of people, weren't you? Uh, it was I couldn't you know it was just happening, and it was just I was very lucky. Uh, and and let me tell you, both Mosyoke and Primos, you know, just. I'm hung to them. I mean, I believe in them like everything. And I believe in Mississippi. I'm a big Mississippi guy. It doesn't matter where I go in the world, where I travel, what I do. Mississippi is home. No place is better than Mississippi. And we got the two leading industries in, in outdoor apparel from Mossy Oak. They're number one. And they've branched mm-hmm. off into other things. Will Primos built an empire and game cause. Both of them are just great people. And not only that, they're great people. You take Toxie Hayes, Bill Sub, Cus Strickland. You know, you take Will Primos, Jimmy Primos. Those guys are great, and, and they knew how to build that business. I was just fortunate that I was there. I had a resource that was usable, and they gave me an opportunity, and I just exploded because from being on all their videos, all the Whistling Wing videos, being on TNN, Remington, uh, ESPN, Suzuki Outdoors, North American Whitetail, all those shows, you can just keep going. Uh, and and I can't even tell you how many writers they brought in and how many different companies. And, I mean, I remember they were bringing Polaris in, and for five years in a row, every commercial you saw on TV with the Polaris Ranger came from out right here at this lodge, in the outdoors, through the water, through all that. So, and it just started that way, and it just exploded.
2: It's an, It's an amazing story. It's an amazing story, and we'll get to more about the evolution how many customers in the in the heyday was he was uh Beau serving uh it's a, it's a great story but it but but the story is rooted in mississippi being the capital of the outdoors and we're going to talk more about that as we go forward we'll see you after this break and continue our conversation with farmer and hunter and someone who goes back to the community Bo prestige we'll see you after this yeah.
4: I'm
5: Jerry Lake, owner of Carter Jewelers. After 49 years in the jewelry business, I'm retiring. The entire inventories of fine jewelry at both Carter Jewelers stores must be liquidated. This includes all diamonds, rings, earrings, pendants, gold, platinum, everything will be liquidated at prices up to 90% off for fast sale at both stores. This liquidation will create millions of dollars of savings on one of the biggest, prettiest, and best made jewelry inventories in the world. Carter Jewelers will still have interest-free and no credit check financing, high quality trade-ins are welcome, Christmas layaways are available, all sales are final. Carter Jewelers stores are under contract to be sold, passing the torch to the next generation after the inventories have been completely liquidated. It's been fun. I love you, Mississippi. I'm Jerry Lake thanking everyone for a lot of great years at Carter Jewelers. Located downtown Jackson, two blocks from the Capitol on High Street and the Pemberton Plaza
6: in Vicksburg. Those who are truly serious about their health have trusted and counted on Specialty Pharmacy for over 25 years. Their expert recommendations combined with only the highest quality vitamins and herbal supplements continuously produce results behind Primo's Cafe off Lakeland Drive in Flowood. Specialty Pharmacy. Feel your best. Dependable Pest Service is searching for an experienced pest technician
1: offering excellent pay and benefits including health insurance, retirement, and bonuses. At least one year of pest control experience is desired. More info can be found on the careers page at dependablepest.net. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601 362 9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi
7: owned business.
5: General here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk, Mississippi.
4: Mississippi.
2: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I really appreciate you joining us coming to you from the Foundation Studio. I have my new new friend, Ralph Bo Prestige. He's a farmer uh, in Schlaughter, Mississippi. Yeah. and uh, he, he uh, lives in, in between Schlaughter and Itabina. That's where he's coming to us today, but farms over 5,000 acres. But when we went to break, we we're talking about how, when he came here in 1981, he started farming in Mississippi in a big way. And over over time though, he started to, get, to develop a, a way to diversify his income by in the fall, getting big time into duck hunting. He connected with some really important people along the way. He mentioned several names, Jim Walker. I knew him growing up here on the coast. I, uh, I think that James, uh, you mentioned James from Wildlife Mississippi. Yeah, James Cummings. Yep. Uh, James Cummings, one of the, one of my dearest friends, and one of the smartest guys I know when it comes to the North American Wildlife Model. But what I've learned about why it's important for us to continue supporting and and all of our game management should be within the guise of of the North American Wildlife Model. I learned from James. What a what a terrific guy. San has long history at the Department of Wildlife, Histories, and Parks. You cannot argue with anybody when you start mentioning names like Toxie Hayes and Will Primos. But once you started getting on TV, things really started to explode in your business. So, tell, so it continued to grow. How many people did you have here during hunt, duck hunting season when your operation was at its
3: peak? So, to, you know, like a number, we would run about 600 people a year in 60 days. And we would do three-day hunts, and uh, we had a staff, you know, a complete staff, uh, cooks, helpers, guides, lodging. Our lodge complex is around 16,000 square feet. Um, So we just handled the whole thing. They could come here, they could sleep, stay, play, and um, enjoy themselves and completely just chill out and recreate and had the best cook in the world. I had the same cook for 24 years. Wow. That's incredible. They loved her. When they came here, they got the same old food, the Southern style cooking in the morning. We got the pork chops and the sausage and the bacon and the grits and the homemade biscuits and scrambled eggs and anything you can think of pancakes. And people just came here and, I, gosh, man, they look just as forward to the food as they did the hunting. I mean, it was just
2: all came up total package. It's interesting you think about that number, six hundred people in, in uh two months. That's 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 an that's a major league operation. But what's cool about it is that a lot of these people they 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 came back every single year, and then their sons came back every single year, and then their grandsons came back. You Absolutely. literally developed That 600 folks is part of your family,
3: didn't you? It was part of my family. And these people would call me all year and check on me, and you just don't realize how attached you get to people like that because, uh, you know, 85% of my lodge, the biggest part of it was people that had hunted with me anywhere from 16 to 22 years when I decided to, you know, change it and take it into a different uh, category. And that was, I mean, I got to know with these people every year It was unreal, the, the relationship you build with them And you do other things with them So you actually, what you took
2: We won't get too far into this Because I want to actually get back to the duck hunting But you actually took it from this large Incredible economic impact Type of hunting Commercial uh, duck hunting operation Where you, again, serve 600 people In two months, that's amazing To more of a membership approach uh, I bet that was hard to say goodbye To a lot of those friends
3: you have no idea. I almost put you into depression, you know, because I thought I'll call the very first people that hunted with me that was still hunting with me after 22 years. And I thought, I'll call. And the first seven people I called took the 10 memberships. And I thought, uh oh, <laughs> what am I going to do now? Because all these other people that hunted with me forever. I mean, I still hadn't got past the people that had hunted with me for 22 years. And I had to call people, and it was hard. It was real emotionally, and it was real hard to talk to people about what I was trying to do. You know, and they understood because the reason I was taking it down was because I saw a decline in the numbers, and I knew I could handle the memberships and still develop and have a quality operation. But to run those numbers was not going to be good because it was not going to be the support of the waterfowl and the habitat there to do that. And I did not want to do that because I felt like that would be deceiving people. Did well, you not had, want to be a part of that.
2: Yeah, a lot of changes happened during that time. A lot a lot of it related to habitat, as you, as you well know. You know, just some weather pattern changes and whatever. You know, we're not we're not here to try to analyze all that. But the reality is it did change. And I can't imagine, you know, I, I came to know the first two or three times that I went hunting in the Mississippi Delta, and it was actually in the 1990s. When someone said, "Okay, I came from the coast, so if you had five or six flights of ducks, I was thrilled to death, man." And we were, we had some, you know, light in our in our decoys. We were mm-hmm. thrilled by that. But our friends would tell us, "This is not ducks, you know. No. Ducks is you got thousands of ducks, thousands of ducks. You can still make great duck hunts. I know you can." But the reality is back in those days, you never seen so many ducks. And
3: that's what you had, isn't it? It was unreal. You know, I'll tell you a real quick story. It won't take but just a few minutes. But I'll never forget when I first started. I'd been in business a few years. And back then, uh, I was having to put groups together because I was trying to fill my lodge. And I had two gentlemen that were older from Georgia in the early 60s. And I had two young guys from Alabama in their 30s. They booked. I took them hunting. I was guiding myself. And before daylight, what I would tell you, it it was like a tornado of ducks coming in. They were so high, you could just hear them, but you couldn't see them in the dark. And they were swirling, and they were coming down in front of us. And man, these guys, these young boys from Alabama, Looked like werewolves. Fangs were coming out. Man, they, they were so excited. And Ducks were just, just bombing us like crazy by the thousands. And these two guys from Alabama were sitting there, I mean, from Georgia, the older guys. And right when he got rid of time, you know, these guys were like, when can we shoot? I said, well, we got three minutes. You know, then they said, when can we shoot? we got two minutes and 45 seconds. You know, <laughs> you got two minutes and a half. So, and he's about just when it got just about time, these two guys from Georgia, the older guys said, if y'all shoot, I'm going to whoop everybody in this blind. Those young guys from Alabama, we you know, we paid, we paid. I said, look, don't shoot. I could see in those guys' eyes they were seeing something that they knew was special. They had never seen in their life. The kids did not know this. The young guys didn't know this. They were, they were, they were my age. They were young. I said, just wait. Were, well, if we don't get our limit, well, I said, you'll get your limit. I promise you. Just hold on. And so we're sitting there, and the Ducks just coming in. It was getting daylight, and those guys from Georgia were just absorbing. It was past shooting time, and the guys from Georgia said, look, if y'all feel like y'all need to shoot, we're not going to shoot. Y'all just shoot. And I thought, oh, my goodness, there's thousands and thousands of ducks in front of us on the water. And they were everywhere. And it was like, and the guys, I said, if y'all want to shoot, I thought, please, God, don't let them shoot over the limit. Y'all be careful and just get up and <laughs> take your couple out because you're going to kill more than one and shoot. And they got up and they emptied their guns. just boom, boom, boom. And I just fell out laughing. They only killed one duck. <laughs> And those guys from Georgia were laughing at him. And that guy from Georgia told me, he said, let me tell you something. What y'all just saw, you'll never see again in your lifetime. I've been hunting ducks in Arkansas all my life. I've been hunting everywhere all my life. And this is the only time I've seen what I've heard about, a true tornado of ducks coming in. And I'll never forget that. And the sad part of that story is that year that guy booked, he said, look, I want to book every weekend next year all the way, the man from Georgia. He never called. I was laughing, telling my wife the story. You know, I'm going to get through here real quick. And he says, uh, I'm going to be calling you. I said, well, look, don't pay me. He wanted to pay me right there. I said, no, don't pay me. He said I, said, I said, call me after July the 4th. I'm busy. Well, I thought he'd call me on July the 4th because he didn't call me 10 times. July 4th, he didn't didn't call. 5th, 6th, by 10th, 11th, 12th. I asked my wife, I said, did that guy from Georgia call? She said, no. I waited about another week. I had his number. I called. Phone rang. This lady answered the phone. I told her who I was. She said, let me tell you something. All I want you to know is this. My husband loved duck hunting more than anything, and he's passed away. Man, I did not know what to say, but you fulfilled his life. Everybody in Georgia knows about Wildlife Incorporated and what you did and what he experienced, and you fulfilled his life, what he wanted to see. And I want to thank you. And she wrote me the most unbelievable letter. I don't know where it's at. I have to find it. I'm. feel sure my wife's got in there somewhere, but it was unbelievable. And they even called back again. You know that lets you know that if for no other reason at all, it was headed in the right direction. It was affecting people's lives in the right direction.
2: It's you know really you think about it, Bo? There's literally no telling the the ripple effect of the hunting experiences that you provided to people, how it affected their lives. You 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 know that's. I think of that as legacy. You know, you you, you you will never know how many young people were connected to hunting, were connected to the outdoors because of the experience that you gave them. And probably there's nothing better to see a father and a son or maybe even a grandfather, son, and a grandson all together in a hunting blind. You've seen all that more times than you can count, I bet.
3: Oh, it's unreal, you know. And, you know, it is. And, and to see these families come the sons come, the next thing you know, they're bringing their little five-year-old grandsons. And I mean, we had uh, times that we would book family groups and we'd have all the children and do special events for them and everything. And it just, yeah, you're right. You know, I, I didn't I never really thought about how I affected people until it was over, and I started getting letters.
2: Hey, when we come back on the other side, we'll pick it up from right there as we continue this incredible story of Bo Prestige and his time in the Mississippi Delta. We'll see you out to this break. Mississippi till I'm
6: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 20% chance of rain, mostly cloudy, high near 75. Tonight, 90% chance of rain, low around 61. Your Saturday, an 80% chance of showers and thunderstorms, high near 70 degrees. And a look to Sunday, partly sunny conditions, high near 67. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply experts since 1871.
0: Ah, the holidays, a time filled with joy, laughter, and a whole lot of family. And while we may not always agree on everything when we get together, the one thing we can agree on is the conversation-stopping power of Mom's Herb Seasoned Rib Roast. Together, we bring more. Start your holiday season at BeefIt'sWhat'sForDinner.com, funded by Beef Farmers and Ranchers.
1: Hi, I'm Thomas Trammell, owner of Family Termite and Environment. We're a family-owned and operated business, and we care about our customers and treat them like family. In Mississippi, we have all four seasons and every weather condition, sometimes all in the same day. Environmental changes attract different types of household pests to our homes. No matter what type of pest you're dealing with, Family Termite is here to answer your questions and help find a solution. Call us for all your pest and termite control needs. That's Family Termite at 601-933-1014. If you're feeling anxious about your investments with all the economic volatility and chaos in Washington, tune in to Super Talk Jackson on Wednesdays from 9 to 10 a.m. and Sundays from 8.30 to 9.30 a.m. for Element
6: Wealth Radio with Jeremy Nelson. Learn more at myelementwealth.com. Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com.
1: Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the tractor store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra, and it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the tractor store in Richland.
7: I'm J.T. Mitchell, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Three teenagers have been charged with the September murder of a 14-year-old found dead near an oil well in Jefferson Davis County. 17-year-old Katie Johnson and 18-year-olds Jonathan Barry and Kenneth Hester III are said to have killed Hayden Burke by shooting him multiple times. And flu cases are on the rise across mississippi when we asked state health officer dr dan edney if it's too late to get a flu shot he said
1: no sir because you gotta remember we'll have another wave in around april time so uh, it is not too late for any of your vaccine updates
7: and he said it's also a good idea to get the recently released covid 19 booster and Colonel Randy Ginn of the Mississippi Highway Patrol is retiring after 33 years of service. DPS Commissioner Sean Tyndale announced Lieutenant Colonel Charles Haynes as his replacement. This is Delbert Hoseman, your Lieutenant Governor, and. Grace. Norlin. Carson. Chime. Lance. Charlotte. Howard and Bobby,
1: who's just a baby.
7: And from our family to yours, Merry Christmas! Paid for by friends of Delbert Hostman.
5: Mississippi offers some of the best hunting to be found, and it's a huge part of our lives this time of year. Hi, i'm chris howard executive director of the mississippi department of rehabilitation services urging you to hunt safely this season many hunters are killed or left with a disability due to the misuse of firearms don't be one of them remember to treat all firearms as if they're loaded be sure of your target what's in front of it and what's beyond it and when you're not using your firearms make sure they're unloaded this hunting season remember to shoot for safety first
0: you know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. This is Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I'm really enjoying my conversation with Bo Prestige. He's somebody we'll have back on the show. We, we, we're actually going to shift gears here in just a second and talk about his sporting clay business and how he got into it. But before we do that, just uh, if you just think about where you are today, you're you're able to you've got some pristine hunting situations. You're able to pump water. What what kind of season do you think you're going to have this year,
3: Bo? Well, you know, uh, I feel like we can be okay. I wish we had more water. I've never seen this dry in the Mississippi Delta in my life, maybe anywhere in, in, in my life. And we've had to, we've been pumping for around three weeks, and it's pretty costly when you got nine wells going. Uh, and it makes a lot of difference because if you don't have water, you're sure not going to have ducks. So we're lucky that we can pump up 90% of our hunting uh, because, you, like you say, you know, we do hunt breaks and timber and stuff like that. You, you have some natural rainfall. You have to have that. But we've got everything else pumped up. And we're having to actually recharge some of those fields. When I say that, we're having to repump some of them again because they're going down with no water. It's crazy. Yeah,
2: you're just feel, You're filling the uh, water tables, what you're doing, man. But, you know, you, cannot, you can literally hear the sucking sound as the land just oh, yeah. brings it
3: in. Um, so far, how have you guys done? We have not hunted. We don't start till next weekend. We do that every year. And we do that by choice of members because they don't overhunt, they underhunt. And yeah. they'd rather pay and have a quality place and underhunt and have a great opportunity at ducks. And that's what we do. We, probably for hunters and situations, we have as much success as anybody in the country anywhere. But we're not overhunted. And we're under hunted, and that's what you have to do. And we do that. And they realize that, and they listen, and they listen to my management talks about this. So they show up. They don't hunt as much, but when they show up, there's about a 90 something percent chance they're going to have a quality hunt, and they enjoy the heck out of it. Are you members deer hunting also? Some are. We let the young boys deer hunt. We yeah. let the young boys deer hunt because it's all about the children. And so we got places for them to deer hunt. And, uh, They enjoy that, and then in the afternoon, and, you know, uh, if they don't want to do that, we take them up to our new sport and clay range that you talked about, and they love to go up there and shoot, so we kind of, you know, keep them entertained in the afternoons. Well,
2: what was interesting, at the height of your commercial operation, before you went to a member scenario, when you had over 600 people uh, that you were serving in a two-month period, one of the things you guys got into was sporting clay in the afternoons. It just became a natural offshoot. At, at, so give me a sense of how many clays you
3: were shooting during that time. So it's kind of a, a number of people wouldn't hardly even believe, but it, we would shoot over 50,000 clays in 60 days. And we <laughs> built right here by our lodge over the water a beautiful, like a duck flush type, operation sporting clay. And we'd take 24 to 28 people out there in the afternoon, and we'd start shooting somewhere around 2.30. We'd shoot all the way to dark, playing games. And these people just loved it. And I saw the love that people had for these sporting clays. They just, I mean, every day when we would hunt that morning, and we would have success, a lot of times we'd have a limit in the morning because I did not duck hunt in the afternoons. I let all the holes rest. I would not duck hunt twice a day under no conditions, only in the mornings, good or bad, and then we'd shoot the sporting clays, and they absolutely loved it. And that's what got my mind churning. And I thought, well, maybe I can do something to give back.
2: And so you did, actually. You you created uh, Beulah Land Sporting. And uh, you, you you've done well with the Blair Bats and Candlelighters and other organizations. You've got Catch a Dreams that's about to come, and we'll talk about that quickly. But why don't you tell me first about Beulah Land Sporting? What's that all about?
3: Well, Beulah Land Sporting is something I did in the legacy that I wanted to be, and I wanted to be even there way after I'm gone. You know, I've told people they said, "Bo, what's your vision with this?" I said, "My vision is, I want to build it, I want to make it work, I want to make it be self-sustained. But the main thing is, is for children." You know, we raise money for Blair Batson. We raise money for Catch a Dream. We raise money for Delta Streets. We do things to help children. And this, all, the, all the local children that have sport and Clays, which is number one growing sport in the nation, all these schools, they come and they shoot with us. And I want the legacy to be for it to help children. And even when I'm dead and gone, I want it to be a big enough deal that somebody keeps us going, raising money to help children that are in need.
2: Well, what you're know, speaking of, speaking of helping children that are in need, what, what you've done as it relates to catch a dream that's coming up in, in actually next year in March, that's significant. I mean, uh, catch a dream has a chance huge. to connect to a lot of organizations, but they picked you. Tell me about that.
3: I was just fortunate, you know, uh, I know a lot of people there and, 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 um, uh, and they just looked at a lot of different organizations and things and we talked and I offered them something there that they thought was special. And, uh, Catch a Dream chose me. I mean, they could have gone anywhere in the United States now. They're huge. And they chose right here, Mississippi, right here, home-based. And we're going to start doing an event for them every year, hopefully. And uh, it's going to it's gonna be big. I mean, they're advertising it right now. So, and people from not only all over the southeast United States, we'll probably could very easily have some people from all over the United States and the other countries to come in because it's a big deal supporting these children for Catch a Dream.
2: Beulah Lane Sporting, is it actually up in the hills?
3: It is. It's right in the edge of the hills in Carroll County. It's on 300 acres. We have 15 stations right now. We have a beautiful five-stand. We have Skeet and Trap. Our lodge is a little over 8,000 square feet, and it's just a complete venue-type deal because we do birthday parties. We do family reunions. We've done weddings. Uh, We're looking to host any kind of events that people can come up with. And uh, we have memberships, sporting clay, that uh, for like family and corporate, and we just do anything we can that, that that satisfies the people out there.
2: I've been to a couple of events recently at venues sort of like yours, or maybe exactly like yours, and I forgot how popular you know this. The, uh, in fact, I, I would say it's gotten more popular. This whole notion of sporting clay and w- with the stations along the way, how that's and how they run very successful fundraisers. Off of these kind of uh, these kind of operations, but
3: uh, it's getting more popular, isn't it? Oh, it's just it's growing. It's a number one growing sport in the nation right now because these children are loving it. You know, it gives them something to do. Uh, a lot of children, it, it fits their category. They come out, they shoot, they enjoy it. We start a lot of children. We help them. We train them. We got people that do that, and uh, our course is really unique. Nothing compares to it because it's two and a half miles long on just 15 stations. So you have to ride it. And we're in the topography of we're in the woods, we're in the rolling hills. It's just absolutely unbelievable. And we've had some of the best comments. We have some of the best shooters in the world. I've had the number one and the number two shooter uh, women in the world out there. Uh, I've had other people that travel and have shot all over the world. And I just get nothing but great feedback. And they're coming back. So something's right.
2: (laughs) Yeah, actually, I remember the last time that I went to a fundraiser. <clears throat> it was, uh, Will Primos was in the group. He had an over under, and he wasn't playing. <laughs> he,
3: uh, was, he was serious. Will, Will shot there. Will loves it, man. He's a great friend. Checks on me all the time. He's a big shooter, and, uh, he'll shoot a lot of times, he'll shoot side by side. You know, he just, he likes that old stuff. You know, hey, Will's this, that kind of guy, neat, and, uh, he's salt of the earth. And, and, uh, he, uh, He's been there a lot of times, and I look for him to come back every time we have an event. If he's able to be there to support, Will is there one hundred percent of the time.
2: Yeah, I love I love that about him. <clears throat> that is for sure. It sounds like a special place, and of course, I I had at leased a, a lease farm uh, until last year when we had a chance to upgrade. But five hundred acres was actually in the hills in Carroll County, and uh, it can get hilly. I bet it is. It I bet it's treacherous if you tried to walk it.
3: Oh, yeah, yeah. You couldn't walk this course. You ride this course. You know, it's a, <laughs> it's pretty neat. And the funniest thing about it is a, a lot of people have come in. Some people will, uh, get it. Some people won't. I had a guy this last shooting. he said, you know, it's a beautiful name, Beulah land, Sporting. He said, what is that? I don't get it. I said, it's biblical. He said, what do you mean? I said, it's the promised land. I said, <laughs> this whole thing, to me, is just something that I hope keeps going and going and going, raising money. And if it does that, then that means we've done the right thing, because God has been very good to me, and all I want to do is have an opportunity to give back to something that can help children that I see need that.
2: You know, Bob, I talk about this all the time on the show, but, I mean, the legacy that we're leaving has to be involve our kids, and what better way to teach kids responsibility and accountability and to, to, to take them hunting, to, to take them out of the outdoors or take them to a sporting clay venue like you're talking about, and teaching them the right way to handle a gun, you don't usually get a second chance. You can't make a mistake. But the, the life lessons kidding? that you're teaching these kids that, that will affect every
3: part of their life from now on is substantial, isn't it? Oh, it's great. I mean, you can't understand how important it is because so many people... They don't, their parents want to get them involved in something, but they don't know what to do. And and they come out there and we take them like they're our own, you know, because I not only have, you know, my son-in-law helps me with it. Jace Hamilton, my wife takes care of everything on the books. I take care of stuff. I'm out there personally. Two of the most important factors I got out there is a guy named James Wilson and Archie Goodwin. These are guys that are retired. And if without them, it's impossible, man. These guys are unreal. I, I think they have as much love for Land Sporting, James and Archie, both of them, as I do. And you know, when you see that you get, and people have that passion and they know what it's about, everybody becomes a part of it. And I've got grandchildren that are shooting out there. He busted his first clay out there at six years old. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that.
2: It is a labor of love. You have to have a passion for it. And it sounds like you got two wonderful men that are aligned with you on this. And that that's a, that's a great part of the story. Well, listen, we're out of time, Bo, but it's been a pleasure to catch up with you, my friend. What a great contribution you've had to helping proclaim to the world through the shows that you've been part of, etc., that Mississippi is the capital of the outdoors in America. And I know you you agree with me. I'm certainly going to say that every single week, but, but it's been a pleasure, my friend. Have a great day.
3: It's been a pleasure, and thank you for having me.
2: When we come back, my friend Nicole Smith is going to talk to us about what's going on at the museum during the winter. We'll see you after this. Mississippi.
0: It is your season to make holiday memories in the City of Lights. Canton's Christmas Festival lights up the historic square with dazzling new displays, seasonal shopping, and so much more. Experience the magic by train, fire truck, horse-drawn carriage, or wander through the Christmas wonderland. And children will delight with the new Santa's Cookie Stop and story time with Mrs. Claus. Plus, Santa returns for pictures during select dates. Create your new holiday traditions at Canton's Christmas Festival now through December 23rd. Find all the festivities at cantontourism.com.
3: At Patriot Roofing, we're really good at two things, roofs and building friendships. Hey, we're Brennan and Ashley Lunsford with Patriot Roofing. We wanted to take a moment to ask for your business the next time you need a roof repair or full roof replacement. Patriot
7: Roofing is a service-disabled veteran-owned business. We bring our heart and heritage
3: of service to every roofing project. Whether you have storm damage and need immediate protection, or your insurance company has turned you down for a new roof. No issue is too big or too small for Patriot Roofing. Ash and I have lived in Mississippi our whole lives, serving the central Mississippi and the Hatties We're not here just to put a roof on your house, but to build long-lasting friendships.
7: Call or text
3: 601-940-0605 or visit our website, patriot-roofing.com. It's not just a roof to us. It's earning your trust and providing you with a peace of mind that your roof is protecting your family. You may not need roof repair or replacement today, but if you do, or you know someone who does, we hope you'll think of us. 601-940-0605 or online at patriot-roofing.com.
7: As
2: Congressman Michael Guest. It's shocking to see what's happening on our southern border. Evidence of human trafficking and drug cartels is everywhere. And I know, I've been down there. The Biden administration's policies have failed to secure our southern border. I serve as vice chairman on the Homeland Security Committee, and I'm fighting to finish the wall and secure our border. Learn more at guest.house.gov
4: Madison Sellers on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center.
1: gateway tire and service center supports mississippi outdoors and of course we go the distance for you
0: arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day wake up with gallo tomorrow on 97.3 fm super talk mississippi we live in one of the best places in america to enjoy the outdoors so let's talk about it it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk
2: Outdoors. I really enjoyed that conversation with Bo Prestige. We have so many people like Bo that are sort of quietly over here doing major things, not only to improve the perception of Mississippi, but uh, you know, kind of all in, giving back through his Sporting Clay effort. It's just a, what a great conversation. I enjoy having conversations with mississippians like Bo Prestige. now let's shift gears and move over to my friend nicole smith she's with the mississippi museum of natural science and someone who's on the show all the time and i really enjoy spending time with her we're going to actually talk about museum holiday events etc but before we go any further let me just say welcome back nicole how you been
4: uh, I am awesome I am busy uh, I need my vitamins right now to keep up but I am great
2: thanks for asking listen uh, every time even though I've talked to so many different people from uh, the natural science Museum and and other organizations that are coming in and out of that location where you are when I pass by there on my way to the Mississippi Delta every week I think of you and the hard work that you're doing oh. there
4: uh,
2: it's a it's a you know the Mississippi Museum of natural Science is a special place isn't it
4: it's a real jewel. I, I feel like um, it's such a wonderful thing. Like I moved here because of it. you know it was it drew me in and I I hope that everyone realizes that this is right in their backyard and that they come to appreciate it as much as I do. It's is pretty wonderful.
2: It is a special place. snow much fun. Tell me about that.
4: <laughs> okay, so uh, we have a wonderful holiday event. It's called Snow Much Fun. And uh, you're thinking, okay, Mississippi and snow? How does that work together? So on December 8th and the 9th, we will have snow machines here, so we can have scheduled snowfalls uh, during the evening of those of the event. And we also have an inflated maze uh, with us artificial snowballs, so we can have a snowball fight in Mississippi. Uh, we have a wonderful group called the Literacy Center, and they have built this mind-bogglingly enormous snow globe thing that you can kind of walk into and though it doesn't float around like a actual snow globe would uh they've got a game that you can do in there uh, that's it's very winter fun it's going to be a lot there, there's so there's a lot of things happening during the event i don't want to overwhelm you with all of it but uh yeah, this is how we do Christmas. It's pretty great.
2: <laughs> well, you know what I love about the museum, you guys—you literally shift with the seasons. I mean, first of all, there's always something going on there, always. But you—you you embrace the moment. You embrace the the certain whatever the whatever the weather condition is, whatever the whatever the popular moment is as as far as this particular season. You guys have gotten great at embracing that.
4: No, oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, We we have a lot of fun with it, you know, uh, we are a science museum, so we want to keep the science in our events, but we also want it to be playful, you know, we want you to have a joyful time, you've got little kids in your life, you want to do something fun for them, you've got adults in your life, uh, you need something for you too, you know, it's not it's about the kids, but it's also about you, you know, so we really try to do something that that's for the community. And I, I really feel like this was a great event for that in particular.
2: Christmas. Yeah. It's Christmas special. Anyway, let's just face it. But you got kids getting out of school. You expect a bunch of people to come flowing through there, don't you?
4: Man, I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Bring me your children. We've decorated this whole building for Christmas. It's gorgeous. Uh, We have, Uh, We have Santa dives. Uh, So Santa comes and brings Christmas to his favorite fishy friends uh, uh, during our holidays. So during all of our regular fish feedings in December are Santa fish feedings. uh, But also like during our Snow Much Fun event, Santa's going to come out each night and feed the fishes too. Wow,
2: that's so cool. So give people key dates.
4: So Snow Much Fun is December 8th and December 9th. You can get your tickets online now. Uh, there is a discount for members, of course. And if you get your tickets in advance, the real plus of that is you can go right to the will call line. So it's not going to be a long line for you to get in. That's, that's a really good thing. A uh, few key details about the event that I haven't mentioned yet. We have a lovely food truck. So this is happening in the evening, you know, from like 6 p.m. until 8.30 p.m. each night. That's dinner time, so you might want to eat something. And we've got Dad's Dogs and Hog Heaven. Uh, the coffee pop up is going to be here one night and then another night, rolling beans. So uh, that's, those are great places, all local food trucks, really wonderful. Uh, we've, we're going to have face painters here. We're going to have, oh boy, uh, winter STEM science experiments. We've got Snow, uh, instant snow that the little kids can play with, but the grownups can learn a little bit about. And there's ornaments to make and games to play and story times. And it's just, it's really charming.
2: Well, it looks like uh, I was just checking out the weather. It looks like it's going to be uh, eighth uh, in the 70s, maybe, and lowest 60. Then it starts to drop a little bit. Uh, on the ninth, it's going to be uh, in the 70s, but then it's going to be in the 40s after that. But um, in
4: the evening, it's going to get cooler. You're talking about the high during the day.
2: The high during the day, yeah, night, right. night on the ninth, for example, it gets to 48 degrees. That would be terrific. That would be terrific. Listen, thanks for thanks for joining me, Nicole.
4: Thanks for having me. And uh, get your tickets now or get them at the door the night of uh, Snow Much Fun here at the Mississippi Museum of Natural Science.
2: Snow Much Fun, Nicole Smith. It's been a pleasure to catch up with you. There's the, there's the post for the YouTube yeah. <laughs> and Super Talk TV audience. Have a great day, and we'll see you next week. Uh, stay safe in the outdoors. Like I always say, God bless you.
4: Mississippi.
0: A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.